hello. It's another week. How's it going? What a beautiful week it is. Although I can't believe we've not had any snow in Exeter. I'm a bit disappointed just to just to start with that. But um, yeah, it's going all right for me. Um, we've got the lovely Paddy with us today. Welcome How's to the podcast, Paddy. Hello. Hey, guys. I mean, I think between now and the time this is released, it will be St. Paddy's Day in between that time. So um, I, this is going to be a great week. This is going to be the greatest week ever. Not mentioning that St. Paddy's Day is kicking off at ENC Seaside. So what a dream, what a dream combination. Also, sorry, I've, I've got carried away here, but you've mentioned St. Paddy's Day. And, and I'm trying to figure out if this is a Catholic thing or not a Catholic thing. And Paddy, you're probably the perfect person to ask because someone said it was an Irish Catholic thing. And, and you know, you're just upholding the Irish. St. Paddy's Day, you get a day off Lent, don't you? Yeah, well, obviously. Would you not? I'm very confused. Well, yeah, I, I thought St. Paddy's Day, it's a saint's day. You, you have the day off Lent, you know? That's what we got brought up as kids. But someone, I said this the other day, I was like, oh, well, it's Ian Seaside, it's St. Paddy's Day, I'm off Lent because I've given up alcohol. And then someone was like, what? You don't you don't get to give up Lent on St. Paddy's Day. It's like, you do. And, and I was just I was just wondering what the group was feeling about this consensus. Yeah, no, I mean, we're only allowed to drink Guinness. So, I mean, if you're giving up chocolate, you're still going to have to give up chocolate and, and Lent for St. Paddy's Day. Oh, see, no, as kids, my dad would always like, but so say I'd given up Coca Cola, he'd always come down, and we'd have a Coca Cola on the breakfast bar. Oh, that's so, that's so rogue. I've never <laughs> had a thought in my life. Oh, well, <laughs> I shall be having quite a lot to drink on St. Paddy's Day, despite giving it up for Lent. Maybe I'll add it on at the end. Maybe I'll do that. So, that's quite a controversial opinion. And speaking of controversial opinions, do you guys have any? I mean, yeah. So oh, I'm basically, like, yeah, I'm basically yeah. with a really good hot take. With a really good hot take, and I propose that we do a few hot takes in terms of something that's just a really controversial opinion, um, that maybe not everyone would agree with. And so I'm going to kick us off and say, basically, if you're going out in Exeter on a night out and you're not going to TP, then you shouldn't go on a night out in Exeter. Whoa, okay. Firstly, I'd like to say this this stems from sports societies thinking that TP Wednesday is the place to be. But I'd like to say as the social sector climbing, we just get forgotten about. So I've shunned TP. Forget it. I think it's all about cheesy Tuesdays at unit one. Get me on that dance floor. Murder on the dance floor. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'd love to hear Isaac's Isaac's opinion on this. Really, I would just say I would say TP is the nicest club. Like, Thank if you're you. just going to go there, you've got free floors, lots going on, and if you don't want to dance, you can sell and just have a nice drink outside, or go to that sort of strange lounge up in that little house next to it. <laughs> why Why are you going to TP if you don't want to dance? That's my question. No, I'm just saying the That's options there. If you okay. don't, it's more just open for everyone. Um, is he i mean when when i go to tp people clear the dance floor and i i strut the moves so it's fine it's fine well, anyway how do you want to, you've never been to tp with me though so i have like a throng of people around me because you know people just want to be like <laughs> wow i'm dancing with izzy Berry. so you know different vibes obviously different i'm going to save having a glass of red wine so there we go <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go that that's the uh the life of isaac have you got any hot takes isaac 
Um, I was thinking of it and I was under pressure, so I got no idea really what to say. However, I did do something when we had a uh, Christmas roast dinner, and basically I put mustard with my roast chicken, and people were outraged, like English Wait, mustard. No, no, not Christmas Day. That's in it was like a Christmas Day at a friend's house, but it wasn't turkey; it was chicken, right? So you got your chicken, you got your roast potatoes, roast vegetables, and gravy. And I've always had a little bit of mustard to add a little bit of spice to the chicken. And people were outraged, absolutely outraged. And I was like, no one else does this. And said, no. And I was like, well, so that's my hot take. I, yeah, that's, I mean, it's roast beef you have mustard with and everyone listening to this podcast knows it. Whoa, that is a volcanic take. So hot. <laughs> that's <laughs> too hot to handle. <laughs> It's it's very hot in Nando's. That. <laughs> um, what about you, Izzy? Do you know what? I must have quite a lot of hot takes because I would say fundamentally I'm quite a hot take person. Sometimes I do accidentally trigger conversations that I don't. Mean, I just think I'm I'm just being you know normal. But I think you know the one that gets the most heat is like you know like a white bread, you know bun roll whatever i'd call it a balm cake it'd be can i have a chip balm and and that that's that's the right word for it the chip balm cakes not a chip butty that because that'd be like warburton's white bread but when that's you say nice. cake is naturally more sweet yeah it's not cake it's a balm cake you know yeah, it's got the it's got the thing cake in it yeah, but it, if, you know, if it was to get shortened, which it often does, like if I go into the chippy, I'd just say, oh, can I have a chip balm, please? So you would call it a balm? Yeah, a balm. Well, just balm. Sounds, that just sounds like the Northern accent for BAP, in my opinion. <laughs> that would be BAP, you know? Wow, BAP, BAP. I, think that, I think that is extremely uh, judgmental, you would say. Oh. It is quite judgmental, oh. actually, Paddy. And I guess swiftly moving on from judgment, that is what we're going to be speaking about today. Well, I I mean, after that brilliant segue, um, I feel like I I need to just start in with, with speaking about judgment and kind of kind of what that means in terms of church and society and how they fit together currently. Um, and I mean, we, we were talking about this earlier and Isaac shared a podcast and I was kind of having a, a little look and listen to a few different um, Christian books and Christian podcasts over the last while that just have mentioned judgment, but not really gone into much depth about it. Um, about how when people enter a church building or when they come across Christians or when they think about Christianity as a whole, they feel or th- feel judgment or think mm-hmm. that we are a judgmental society, um, as in we are a judgmental group as Christians. Um, and that was really challenging because I kind of imagined my friends who are Christians and was like, they're not that judgmental. And I kind of I imagined my parents who are Christians and imagined myself. And I was like, I don't feel like we are judgmental as a people um, and so I'm, I'm kind of then starting to wonder where is judgmental where's that judgment coming from and and knowing that it's not god-given judgment because god yeah well god doesn't judge us until until we're dead and, and until he sees us through jesus at that point 
And so where is that judgment actually coming from? And what is it what is it rearing up within within people who enter a church building or who come into contact with Christians? And that's kind of my my first question to you two. And kind of we can we can go off and, and bounce around from there. Mm. Yeah, I think that's just that point of actually I think most as you're saying, most of society will just look at Christians as being judgmental and also just hypocritical people. You know, that you I get the images of just maybe pastors or people on the street corners with like cardboard cutouts saying you're all going to hell if you don't believe in Jesus, which is probably not the most loving thing that non-Christians hear. Um, and it probably just puts in perspective of, yeah, Christians are just some hateful people who think we're all going to go to hell, which is, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty deep, to be honest. Um, yeah, and I've often found with conversations with non-Christian friends that often I'm trying to like quell or quash these misconceptions that they've built up around who Christians are and they'll bring things out and they'll say oh well you know you've got you're judging me because I don't believe and I'm like I'm 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 not I'm just encouraging you to to look at something else or I believe or and I think it's a really interesting point that you've brought Paddy because I kind of understand why they get that preconception of us and I think that's such a dangerous you know place to be and it's something that us as Christians really have to try and work against to kind of show and talk about what we're actually trying to say without kind of all the media and the culture of the secular society that we kind of have pinned on us a lot of time mm. Mm. yeah well I mean I guess my not absolutely but my, my main kind of point off the back of that was that judgment is not god-given it's not you know, it's not from God, it's from the devil. And he's he's taking one individual, like Isaac was saying, a, you know, a person on a street corner who's screaming at you, or he's taking one situation which has happened, which you've interacted with the church when you were younger and maybe had a really bad experience. And he's just then twisting that over years. Um, oh, I've forgotten the book now. Um, Screw Tape Letters talks about, yeah. kind of, who's, who's that by again? Uh, C.S. Lewis. That's the one. Um, and talk about that about like the devil and how he uses these kind of these these mind games and tricks about how to how to kind of affect the Christian faith um, and affect people's view on Christianity and people's view on God. And I, I just kind of I feel that happening all the time. And uh, what is he? What you're saying there about um, the media and how we're portrayed? It's it does feel like it's just been all twisted around and you know, that that image of judgment is kind of laid upon us as as a full group and i think um yeah it's it's interesting to then to then bring that back to kind of do when have we judged and are we right to judge and and so uh, yeah I, I kind of i'm going to bring forward an example of I was, I was speaking to to one of my friends back in school a long time ago now, and, and I I pretty much called called him out because he was swearing a lot out to one of the opposition players that we were playing against, and he was like having a go at him for being rubbish at cricket, which it was at the time, and and I just like called him out massively. I was like, look, bro, that's like that's not on why you're doing that. He's he turned around straight away without even breathing, I said, you're not meant to be a Christian, you're not meant to judge me at all, um, who are you to judge anyway, et cetera, et cetera. And he kind of used 
um, that kind of feeling of of judgment. He used some scripture as well against me, even though he's mm. not a Christian himself. And that was a really, I mean, yeah, really interesting. Yeah, I think often that people, that's that misconception again, that, you know, because I think often there's so much scripture that, you know, don't throw the first stone and, um, you know, we should not judge and all this. And I think they are really, really, really important um, scriptures. And actually we had Libby on um, last week talking about, you know, a similar thing. Um, And I think there's part of us as Christians that our main duty on this earth is to love and our main duty on this earth um, is to love our neighbour. And actually, you know, when when asked, that's what Jesus said, love your God and, and love other people, love your neighbour. And I think that's that's what we should be rooted in at all points. Um, but I also think that, that there are times that us as Christians also have kind of the difficult job to mm. stand up against injustices and stand up when we see something going wrong um and and call it out and although it's not always easy that that's also the job that we've been given to stand up and go well actually that that's not what we should be doing um a bit like you know the example you just gave paddy mm. so i mean i'm just kind of following on i don't know the answer to this well i um where does good judgment come from and where do we do it and where does bad judgment come from and where do we do it yeah that's a great question um very complex i think well, I think I was sort of listening to a podcast before this and it was sort of get talking about um, Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, talking about judging others. And the Greek word for judge is a word called krino. And basically it means to decide. And almost as in the English language, when you think of judge, there's so many different variations of that. We think of maybe judges on the TV who are judging how the good, I don't know, people are playing the piano. Or we have educational judges where you know in a court of law they'll see a crime and they'll make a judgment on how bad that crime is or how much that punishment should be so i think there's almost there's positive aspects around this idea of judgment but when we hear the word judgment we almost get squeamish from we think oh that can't happen that can't be done and i think oh, it's so difficult but i think it comes down to for me when we think about the life of jesus he talks a lot about when we this the classic when we see a um, a speck of dust in our brother's eye and a plank in our own eye a lot of it is behind other christians christians we know and we only want the best for them and i think examples to me that if i've got some really close friends and i would want them to call them out um if i'm doing something wrong like i would almost want them to have a loving healthy judgment on the stuff i'm doing because it's not living up to the moral standards of jesus something which i proclaim to follow and if I proclaim to follow the moral standards of Jesus and I do something complete opposite, I would want my fellow Christians, my fellow brothers and sisters to say, actually, Isaac, in a loving way, I know I'm completely broken, but is this actually right, what you're doing? And I actually think you've touched on a really important point there. And I think that kind of answers Paddy's question as, as best as we might do on this podcast, that actually love is what, this judgment needs to be rooted in and if we are rooting this in love and we're not just um blurting out the first thing that comes to mind if we've prayed upon it and we've thought about it a lot and and we've decided that what we're saying is to help the person and better the person and this is being done through love 
um especially to those who you have close relationships to um because i think that's also you know a whole other topic but that that really is the fundamental thing that if you're judging with love then is it judging are, are you judging someone or are you holding someone to accountability um rather than you know I really don't like that T-shirt you're wearing today, Paddy. You know, that kind of difference. Just just for the listeners, I'm wearing a shirt. Um, for, <laughs> 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 I just want to bring some scripture, and it's actually scripture that Isaac pointed, pointed me towards. So um, just, just having a look at Matthew 7, 1, two, 1 and 2, really. And it's just before what you were mentioning there, um, Isaac, do not judge or you too will be judged for in the same way you judge others you will be judged and with the measure you use it will be measured to you and I think exactly what you're saying there is he like good judgment is judging those who are, who are is trying to help those who are close to you out of love um, and it's through that love that you're saying like, do, do you actually think it's a good idea to do X, Y, and Z? And, and because I love you, I'm saying that. It's not, oh, you shouldn't do that because you're going to do that. You're going to be X, Y, and Z on the ends up. And then because you use that measurement of judgment to love, you're also judged in a way that is love. And, mm. and I mean, it, it, it's just throughout the scriptures all the time that we, are, we will be judged with love because of the acts Jesus has done um, on the cross. And we will be judged through Jesus, the lens of Jesus. And Jesus is love himself. Like he in, encompasses all of love. And I and think I, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And just because I your point like made me think of something like the way that Jesus judges us and the way that Jesus decides our judgment um is different because you know, me saying to a friend, actually. I think, you know, perhaps we need to have a chat about this because I'm not sure why you've done that. And, you know, that that sort of judgment is not the same way that Jesus is going to judge me when I get to the gates. You know, he, that it's, it's a completely different sort of judgment um, because mm. at the end of the day, it's only Jesus who can make that call. And I can just call out the things that I see to help that person so that when they get there, they're in the best case scenario, you know, and in the strongest position to do so. Absolutely. And I think when we see just throughout scripture, the way Jesus talks to those who are in sin, who are falling away from God, he loves them first completely. And then he says, your sins are forgiven, etc. And I think that's just a, such a great heart posture um, to have. Yeah, so guys, we've spoken a little bit about judgment and our sort of part one of part two um, podcasts. The next part would be about accountability and how we do this in a loving way to one another, um, just being more Christ-like. Um, so yeah, listen to episode two. Woohoo! Huge. <laughs>